0: When it's loud, you're safe, but when it's far, run. This is the tale of El Silbon, The Whistler.
1: I didn't see you there. Something big is going on here. From
2: hunting ghosts to Bigfoot. Paranormal,
1: UFOs, true crime, and more. We won't just be spouting articles. I was researching for your entertainment. The beginning of a new world. <laughs> the best guac you'll ever fucking eat. True story. It's basically
0: like one day you walk outside and you see that the ants are playing with matches. This, this is, the is the Black Cat, Cat Report.
2: Report. See you on the other side.
0: Hello everyone, and welcome to episode 63 of the Black Cat Report. My name is Gil and joining me in studio for pretty much the first time ever, slash not really, slash it's been way the fuck too long, is the one, the only, the incredible, the immaculate Betsabe.
2: Hola.
0: And I'm back. <laughs> hey. <laughs> now this week we got something special. Um, but before we get into that, so we got a little bit of house cleaning before we dive in. And right up top, we've got to give a shout out to one of our listeners and leader of the chicken cult, Gavin, for recommending this week's topic when I met him over the summer. Hope you're doing well, homie. Thank you, Gavin. Wow,
2: thank you.
0: Second, um, if longer, more intense episodes are your preference, fear not. We've got a deep dive starting next week that will hopefully, fingers crossed, conclude with the interview of someone who was at the recent UFO hearings in Mexico and who was there when the alleged alien bodies were presented to the world. Kind of a big fucking deal. You'll probably just now be hearing about it when you hear this episode. Yep. Mm Mm-hmm. Finally, if you haven't already, and like what we do here on BCR, please take a moment to rate us on Spotify or possibly write us a quick review on iTunes. It really really means the world to us and it encourages us to dig deeper each week seriously means
1: everything and we're trying to grow our audience yeah rate and review we'll be here you'll be there so rate and review (laughs) us. yeah
0: (laughs) and for folks who already have thank you we seriously read every review it puts a huge smile on our face we share it amongst each other the second we find it we it gets us so damn giddy and honestly it's one of the few moments that we have where we actually have some interaction with folks, because otherwise it's just kind of us up in an attic that's retrofitted into a studio talking to each other, which is great, but still more expensive than a regular campfire. So it really means a lot when y'all talk back to us. So hit us up. Leave a review, and if you already have, or if you're about to, or whatever, um, message us on Instagram, and I will personally mail you a sticker as a thank you, because we believe in bribery. Yes, we do. We bribe
1: everyone we meet. Everyone. Yes. Everyone. Also, to the person who said they were looking for, they only saw four episodes of Richard Ramirez, because we read that comment, there are only four. Yeah. So, <laughs> Thank you for listening to all four of them. I appreciate <laughs> that because that is a tough slog. I know Betsube had a hard time reading it. And I know that most of us had nightmares after that. Um, yeah,
2: I, I needed a break after that. Yeah, it was we, heavy. Yeah,
1: it was very heavy. Thank you for listening to the episodes. There are only four. If you want more of that style of things, just message us a person to do. If you know anybody that's fits that description... Um, if they're your friends, turn them into the police because we don't want another Richard Mears running around. We don't encourage snitching. We don't <laughs> encourage snitching, don't encourage but snitching. we do want you to turn them Take in. Take the law
0: into your own hands. Deal with the problem. Community is for community. That's what we always say. Yes. And bribery is for Black Hat Report. That's right. So- wow. <laughs> <laughs> We're all accomplices. <laughs> all <right. laughs> so, what is El Subon? said to stalk the forest and plains of Venezuela and Colombia, El Sabon, the Whistler, can be described as a gaunt, ragged specter standing upwards of 15 to 20 feet tall with torn clothes, thin limbs, a large hat, and a massive bag of bones carried in a sack on his back. And while outside of his South American territory, his legend has, let's just say, limited reach. Inside, his name has provoked nightmares in the thousands, and his notoriety has spread just as much into the world of pop culture as it has even speeches of presidential campaigns.
1: Mm. Wow.
0: Hmm. Now, as we always say here at BCR, you guys ready? One, two, three, safety first. Stitches. Yeah. So before we (laughs) dig in any further, we need to make sure that you, one of our many tens of listeners, are protected from its attacks. Here's what you need to know. First, when you hear its whistle up close, it's actually far away. That doesn't Mm. mean you're safe, just that you have time to get the hell out of there. Mm -hmm. Second, when you hear the whistle from far away, you're probably about to die.
2: Okay, that's like this is not helpful at all. Exactly. It's a Unless whistle
0: <laughs> it's a ventriloquist whistle, that's right. Unless you have a dog that's barking. You see, El Silbon is horrified by dogs, but more on that later. Third, sometimes El Silbon likes to loiter. Who doesn't? Approaching the home of its intended victims in the middle of the night, then dumping its bag of bones onto their porch before meticulously counting its collection, whistling all the while. Uno, dos, tres, cuatro, cinco, seis, siete. Now, this should go without saying, but if you find yourself sitting at home and hear a massive bag of bones spill on your porch while someone is whistling and counting them out loud, don't look. Don't answer the door. Just put on headphones or something.
1: Honestly, seriously, ignore it. It's okay. Again, don't snitch. Do the opposite of everything your mind's telling you to do. Yeah. Like, go to the door and look at it and be like, who's there?
0: Yes, I, we we know that like horror movies, slasher films have trained us to investigate. Don't. It's never worked out well for literally anyone. Just fucking be lazy. You know who survives this world? Lazy motherfuckers. Just look at every CEO. They do
2: great. Wow, I'm so gonna survive. You know then. what I'm saying,
1: girl? You're right also there with a CEO. You. Both of you are CEOs. Exactly. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I think what's going to save me in life is my laziness. Like, oh, no, I'm I'm way too chumpy. Like, I just want to lay here. Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Joey's always out there doing shit. I've been worried about him. He's, like, working out. I know. Running.
1: Fucking working.
2: Getting haircuts. Haircuts. Shaving.
1: Yeah, out of us us three, I think I'm the dead one. Yeah, I eat Mm. pizza
2: six
0: nights a week and chain smoke and... I gotta say, you guys aren't looking too healthy compared to me. (laughs) Thanks. Thanks.
2: Way to lift up my
0: spirits. Hey, you know, your spirit was already being lifted up. But what happens if you don't have a barking dog? Or you do answer the what door? What about a cat? Or just somehow have an encounter? They didn't say anything about cats. That's a damn good question. It's mm-hmm. a damn good question. We'll, yeah. we'll make sure to try that out. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so what happens if you don't have a barking dog? You do answer the door? Or just somehow have an encounter? Well, you're fucking screwed. Oh, you see, cool. <laughs> you see, cool. El Cibon will grab you and begin violently ripping your body apart as it digs through your flesh, pulling out each and every bone before wandering off like some kind of honestly messed up love child between Johnny Appleseed and the Count from Sesame Street.
1: I have no fucking clue, but that's the closest thing that come to mind. Can we say that last episode when you talked about your favorite name for a serial killer that this is making sense for what we're talking about this week? The Bone Collector. The Bone Collector. <laughs> the bone collector. Uh, yeah. Now,
0: the vending machine serial killer is my favorite. But the uh, Bone yeah. Collector.
1: He, that was a cool might name. Might be related. Mm. We don't know. He was in the Southwest. Yes. That's, closer that's closer to South America yeah, than, than we North are. Carolina
0: is. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Geographically, it makes sense.
1: Wow. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. This, is, this sounds very, like, toxic.
1: serial killers and demons. <laughs> this, is, this is not a safe place <laughs> so uh,
0: <laughs> as for how all of this began well there are numerous origin stories for el sabone Most agree, though, that it all started with a young boy being punished for the unforgivable sin of murdering his father.
2: That's why I said that. I feel like me saying that I was going ahead of the script because I know what the script was about. So, Mm -hmm. like, you can add that later. Foreshadowing. Yeah, foreshadowing.
0: (laughs) Well, yeah. So for the unforgivable sin of murdering his father, right? this punishment would result in the creation of a tormented soul left staggering through the world, seeking either vengeance against perpetrators for the potential victims of similar traumas or forever continuing his own evil ambitions. Let me explain. You see, some say El Sibon is the spirit of a young boy who fought off and killed his drunk father after witnessing him come home and beat his mom. Once this deed was done and the abusive dad's body lay dead on the ground, the boy's grandfather came home. Well, unwilling to hear the boy's reasons, he grabbed his grandson and took him outside, tied him to a tree, and began lashing him with a whip. But this wasn't enough for the enraged grandfather, no. Once the boy's back was torn open and seeping with blood, he proceeded to rub chili peppers into the wounds, all the while spitting gin all over him to further sting the now swollen slashes. Pretty fucked up shit, finally. After exhausting himself with torture, he untied his beaten grandson, and then unchained his dogs, sicking them on the bloody child all to Joey's face right now. I wish people could see this. Ultimately, this led to it. Am I giving you flashbacks right now? On his face? Ultimately, this led to a chase through the jungle. One that would... I can't believe I'm laughing while reading this. (laughs) One that would result... And I'm so dead inside. Result in the boy's (laughs) spirit still running to this day and a weakness or deterrent for those that are seeking to protect themselves from El Sabone barking dogs right really not this is this is the opposite of the jesus thing it's kind of like you know it's cool if god kills his son and then everybody makes the symbol of that the cross right in this situation it's like the son kills the dad and the thing that really tortured him the dogs you know like that's like oh no stay the fuck away from that it's it's the opposite in my mind that's how i that's how i remember it
2: this makes my childhood trauma feel like nothing.
1: Yeah, I feel like Joey is having active flashbacks he right triggers now. Triggers something. I'm just for sure. picturing this whole thing going down. And then I look at it and I'm like, how is he running through the woods? He just got. Yeah. Excuse my French. He just got wrecked. Yeah. Like, he just got. Whoa, bad word. Messed up. I know. I'm like, is that, <laughs> that a, bad, a word? bad word? That wasn't a bad word. Uh, but uh, in my mind, Just that's a horrible this. word because I'm picturing what happened. Wow, Joey. Um, and if you're there, <laughs> if you're there, your mind's there, you're picturing this happen, you know, put down the phone, put down your earphones. I don't have any of those things on. Well, d- the listener. I'm not wearing <laughs> any of these things.
0: Take off the your clothes. Listener. No,
1: keep your clothes on. <laughs> keep your clothes on because we First don't want to. First with you. the shoes. Yeah, don't then your, your socks. Only the, do this if you're driving. We can do this. <laughs> what? Get a Mexican Coke, like we have right here. Got one. And uh, take off your, your shirt. Sponsored drink by it. Coke. <laughs> Sponsored by Coke. Even though last week Coke destroyed a uh, origam C. sea. All right. Well, <clears throat> another version of this story comes
0: from an even more selfish act, a notoriously spoiled son who got everything he desired until eventually what he desired was impossible. One day, the spoiled brat approached his mom and demanded his favorite food, tripa. Now, tripa is a traditional Venezuelan dish made from the intestines of deer. It's
2: fucking disgusting.
0: And there's versions of it all over the world. Frankly, when folks are, like, you know, (laughs) hunting or farming or especially fucking poor, you use every piece of an animal or a vegetable that you can get your hands on.
2: I know, but, like, that's disgusting.
0: Haggis, baby. Well, since it was the time of year... When all the deer roamed further into the mountain valleys, away from their farm, this literally wasn't a practical option. It just wasn't an option for them to make this. Well, when the mother apologized and told the boy she couldn't make it for him, he stormed off and went to demand it from his dad. Stopping him in the middle of his work, he scolded his father, commanding him to go hunting for the deer right now. The father conceded and, taking his rifle into the woods, proceeded to go on a frivolous hunt for deer all day long on into the early evening. As night began to set in, the father made the long walk back home, empty-handed and horrified by the inevitable wrath of his spoiled child, an anxiety only made worse by the echoes of his waiting son's whistles.
2: That's a pretty cool whistle.
0: (laughs) It is, right? Yeah. Um, Well, once the dad arrived at their property and the boy saw no deer for dinner, the child snapped and spiraled into a blind rage, pulling out a knife and repeatedly stabbing his father before walking into his house, carrying a handful of bloody intestines and dropping them on the table in front of his mom. He was
1: just hangry. I know he was just, hangry. <laughs> He's He's just angry. He's just super hangry. It's
2: like Should've damn. Had a Snickers. I know Snickers <laughs> should like sponsor this story. Yeah, Snickers right? should
1: have this story as
0: their commercial. Yeah. Hit us up, Mars Corp. Well, <laughs> thinking her husband was successful in this hunt, the mother spent the next few hours carefully Ugh. making uh, three bucks for fuck. dinner. <laughs>
1: that, that's Once she
0: finished, the boy sat down at the table smile on his face as his mother set his favorite dish in front of him. Damn. But, as you could guess, something was wrong. The mother went to the door and yelled out for her husband, who she'd nearly forgotten about while laboring to craft their family's meal. No response. Worried, but trying to hold back her fear, she sat down again and began eating with her son. Ew. Shortly after her first bite, her father boy's grandpa came home. Not seeing her husband, he set off looking for him across their farm, quickly finding the disemboweled body of the father laying behind their shed. Mm. (laughs) Realizing what had happened, he burst into the kitchen screaming, you're eating him! You're eating him! She began throwing up. And from here the torture scene explained in the first version plays out. This time let's be honest with a little bit more justification, you know, for Mm kind of going that far as a grandpa.
1: Yeah. Well, she was. The boy started saying, "You're you're wasting him. You're wasting him." After no, they were puking them up. <laughs> One version I heard, um, uh, when the grandpa
0: was like, "Why the fuck would you do this?" You know, basically saying, "Why the fuck would you do this?" The boy is like, "He's like, I'm hungry. I wanted tripas, so I got tripas. This fucking little maniac bastard kid is just, just like fucking eating his dad's intestines, it's like children of the corn sounding kind of mm-hmm. stuff. Children yep. of the deer intestines. Yep. Jeez. That's horrifying. <laughs> yeah. Do you of these ever have kids series. out there?
1: Yeah, never have kids. Never have kids. Never this have is what kids. we're trying to say. Only you don't want them to turn out like this spoiled brat. Cuz they're going to gut you and eat you. Yeah.
2: I mean, it's like it, it's like wow, this kid's really fucked up, but also it's like wow, he Went for what he wanted, you know.
1: He. (laughs) I love that. That's your take on this. That he went for. This is a real CEO over here. These two CEOs over here love
2: this. I mean, like, it's like like, look at his
1: profit margins.
2: (laughs) I admire like he could have just like sat there and not do anything about it, you know?
1: He could have just complained but he went out and made
0: his dreams happen. Yeah. I just remember, this is why it's months between all of us recording in one studio at a time, because every time we're horrified by Betsy Bay's responses. Because <laughs> like when well, you're trapped in a small studio and Betsy Bae's just like, I mean, I understand why
1: he fucking murdered his dad in his intestines. <laughs> all right, well, let's just look at it like this, Gil. You're the pot calling the kettle black on this one, because last week you had me saying that you weren't staring in a mirror when you saw a serial killer. Oh. But what? I said that? Yeah. <laughs> that that was the other right? me. This me is cool. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> so, moving on. <laughs> I like to think <laughs> Joey just silent head on to Betsy Bay. There's a, there's a narrative building up here. It's um one the <laughs> closest to the door.
2: Interesting. That's why he put me in the corner.
0: <laughs> yeah, now the third origin story, unofficial, and this is a total rant that you can skip over the next 15 seconds if you don't like it, which you won't know until you hear it, and now I'm wasting that 15 seconds, wasting that 15 seconds. Perfect. You're catching up right now. The third origin story is that this is actually... Herbert the pervert, from Family Guy. Oh my god! I think, and if you guys look up photos, I'll I'll show you all photos here in a little bit of this person. He kind of looks like Herbert the pervert. You know, the like old creepy guy on Family Guy. That's mm-hmm. just like, gosh, some popsicles from the basement if you want some. You know, like that dude. The whistle just, like, does sound like skin it. and bones. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, catch me. Como se dice, paperboy in Espanol? <laughs> repartidor de periódicos mm. <laughs> It's so good. <laughs> like it's <so> good. <laughs> I got some popsicles in the basement if you want some. Oh my God. What does that
2: make me feel weird? I, I feel It's weird.
0: Herbert the pervert. Sometimes <laughs> I like to go down to Venezuela and see what the boys are doing. Oh my God. <laughs> he, he might be Herbert the pervert. I'm just saying. I think this is a legit third origin story. Nobody knows what he was doing back in the day. I feel uncomfortable. <laughs> think about it. He had to get old somehow, right? Which means he was alive at some point. Which
1: means, boom. That's what he was doing
0: before he moved to Rhode Island.
1: This is Gil's personal origin story of this person. so yeah, it Makes more sense.
0: Anyways, back to limes and shit being shoved in little kids' wounds. So,
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't know how that's creepier than the other versions of it that were really destructive and terrible. I want, I want to get my tummy much, hurts. Come over to my house.
2: <laughs> I feel weird. <laughs> <laughs> right. I don't know what to do with my hands right now.
1: <laughs> good thing we're on a good
0: thing we're on a podcast and no yeah. one can watch us be awkward with our hands that's number one problem podcasting what do I do with my hands yeah. <laughs> I don't know what to do
2: like it, that voice makes me feel weird
1: it's a weird creepy voice it's a pervert, perverted voice I'm not gonna lie I like literally
0: oh, um, back I used to have like a 40 minute drive to one of my classes for college back in the day and I would get really bored doing like vocal lessons because I went to school for music and like I had to take like voice classes and shit like that.
2: Is this where he tells you're actually like a famous voice actor?
0: <laughs> He's the family guy voice actor. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but um but I would get bored doing like yo and like doing all these like voice warm ups to classes. So I would just like sit there and I would do like different characters' voices from whatever the fuck show right? Mm -hmm. And so I practiced over and over and over again like Herbert the Pervert. Like, how do I fit as many whistles into
1: speaking as possible? True.
2: Wow. Yeah. Fun fact.
1: Anyone can do it. I mean, I only have two voices that I can do very well. They're both Matthew McConaughey. One's Matthew McConaughey (laughs) and I want you guys to guess the second one. We're gonna put a poll up and it's gonna be, what's the second voice that Joey can do the best?
2: (laughs) How, why don't why don't I know this? None
1: of you know this because I practiced it when I was in high school, so it's gonna be up on the polls on on Instagram.
0: Yeah, no, uh, no, Spotify.
1: I'll, well, either Spotify or depending on what uh where mean, we want to It can be in both. It can be in both.
0: <laughs> no, no. Mm-mm. I okay. can give you one hint. Going
1: to MySpace. <laughs>
0: Yay!
1: I can give you one All hint. Right. You guys aren't gonna guess, but I'm not, go- yeah. I'm not allowed to guess. No, you're not gonna guess right now. You can guess later. Cause we don't want to tell people
0: this is gonna bug me, Joey. Okay. You're the one editing this, you can just cut it out if we guess I'm right. I'm not
1: gonna cut it out, um, cut it out. So he <laughs> cut is, it out, <laughs> he is an action star
0: past the third origin theory, which I honestly believe and I think you all do too. Is the best of the origin theories. Now we have to move on to everybody's favorite part encounters, right? So mm. while this all kind of has the vibe of you know. Folklore, urban legends, things like that, which I would argue, real quick, as crazy and ridiculous as some of the shit sounds, we do the exact same thing when we look into the history of ghosts and spirits and entities and buildings. A family was murdered by somebody. Now it's the Amityville Horror House, mm-hmm. right? Like this is the same shit that we do. Yeah, it's just you stories. know at a small farm out in the jungle, and now he's running around away from spirit dogs and shit. So mm-hmm. same kind of shit. Anyways, moving on to the best, gonna bring you two stories this day, evening, night, wherever the hell you may be, wherever the hell you are. This one comes from Reddit user oddity223 and is titled, if you're in bed at night and hear someone whistling, hide immediately. Last night was by far the most terrifying night I've ever experienced in my life. I'm honestly surprised I'm here right now. If I hadn't listened to my instincts, I would most definitely have faced a gruesome death, so please take my advice and hide if you hear someone whistling in the middle of the night. Last night I was super excited, as this was the first two-day weekend I've had in over two months. My big plans were to buy a bunch of snacks set my recliner up to be my own little paradise and binge watch some netflix i know boring but hey i'm 30 years old and i've been done with the whole party lifestyle for a while now it's living the life i know that sounds
2: amazing (laughs) i want to do that
0: (laughs) so Anyways, after probably five hours straight of shoveling candy down my throat and watching my favorite shows, I decided it was time to get some sleep. It was about 2 a.m. and way later than I've stayed up in months. Sure. (laughs) After cleaning my mess up and shutting the TV off, I brushed my teeth and climbed into bed. After 15 minutes or so, I felt my eyes getting really heavy, and I was in between that stage of being awake and asleep.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's when I heard it. A faint whistling. My ears perked up, and I listened closely. It sounded like it was coming from my neighbor's complex. We have very thin walls in our apartment, so it's not unusual to hear him at times, but never at two in the morning. The whistle was to the tune of Silent Night. Fuck. <laughs> The whistle made its way from our neighbors to out in the hallway that separated our doors. A feeling of dread washed over me, and somehow I knew I needed to hide. I got up as quickly and quietly as I could and ran into my closet, closing the door all but a crack so whoever was outside my door wouldn't hear the click of the door shutting. Many. It sounded like my neighbor, only his voice was somehow off. What I heard next made my heart pound in my chest. My deadbolt unlocked somehow. There was no way he could have unlocked it, not from outside the door. I began to sweat as I was struggling to keep my breath under control, as the most intense fear I've ever felt took over my body. I am coming, Benny. (laughs) His voice changed pitch at the wrong times. My door slowly creaked open. I heard a soft, dragging sound followed by a heavy thud with each step he took. I could hear his ragged breathing as he neared closer. Then he started to whistle again. Same tune as before, only now louder. I was fighting tears as he slowly crept closer and closer to my bedroom. I prayed to God to make this thing go away As I slammed my eyes shut, I knew this thing wasn't my neighbor, or even human for that matter. Everything about it felt off. Betsy Bay is in the corner freaking the fuck out right now, and I'm going to keep reading in this voice because it's kind of funny. Back to the story. It stopped just outside my bedroom door and didn't make a sound. Where I was in the closet, I could see the entrance to my bedroom door. I wish I had never opened my eyes back up, but of course I did. At the very top left corner, I saw a deformed head poking around the corner. The top of my door frame was at least six and a half feet tall and this thing was hunched over. It was huge. I couldn't make out any details of its face because my lights were off. The only lighting was coming from the street lights shining through my bedroom window. I'm actually glad couldn't see its face, because I probably would have fainted out of fear. mm
2: mm-hmm.
0: Benny? It whispered. I squeezed my eyes shut yet again as I heard it enter my room. I could smell it now, mm-hmm. and it stunk horribly of rotted death. Tears rolled down my cheeks as I thought for sure I was going to die. I could hear it yank the blankets off my bed as it searched for me, letting out a grunt of confusion when it realized I wasn't there. It sat still, panting heavily as it must have been trying to figure out what to do next. Then, it started slowly making its way out of my room. Once again, whistling. Once I heard my front door shut, I finally breathed a sigh of relief out. Not realizing I had been holding my breath the entire time, I listened for a few more minutes before leaving the closet, and as I sat there, I heard another door from across the hall open. What the f- My other neighbor Tommy shouted out. His voice was cut off before he could finish his sentence, and I heard a couple of loud thuds followed by silence. I ended up staying in my closet the whole night and woke up about an hour ago. There were police everywhere in our apartment complex as someone must have found Tommy. I haven't been questioned yet, but I'm sure I will be. I can't tell them the truth. They'll think I'm a psycho and possibly suspect me. They'll think I'm a psycho and possibly suspect me of killing Tommy going to lie and tell them I was asleep and act like I have no idea what's going on if anyone has any clue what this thing is and what I can do to make sure it doesn't come back I'd really appreciate it I have a feeling it will be back tonight and I'm completely terrified Dan
1: that thing is dumb (laughs) (laughs) why it just goes into his room and then, like, it's just—it's not even looking around. It just goes into his room, takes off the bed sheet, and it's like, huh, it's not here. <laughs> it's it, 2 a.m., <laughs> and it's not in its bed. What, the, what is wrong with this person? What kind of mastermind am I hunting? Kind of master- <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, my God, it's here. The okay. one, it's the
0: greatest. Maybe it was looking the for decorative hunt. pillows, and it's like, damn it, and then just ran
1: away. Yeah, I guess if you don't have any decorative pillows, it, it just yeah. won't go for you.
2: Well, first of all, this girl me? is dumb, too, because she just, like, obviously, the authorities are going to see this that she just wrote, you know?
0: Yeah. No, it's totally true. It might be total bullshit. I don't know. Yeah,
2: because, like, okay, you're not going to tell them, and you just literally told us your plan. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um yeah. I am I love that you're telling this story when my roommate's, roommate's out of town mm-hmm. and I'm going to be by myself. Thank you.
0: Yeah. But I started off with survival tips. <laughs> so if you wait until this Sunday when Joey publishes the episode, you'll
2: be fine. Oh, OK. You okay just got cool. a
0: four or five days. You'd be
1: good.
2: Thanks. Yeah. No
1: well, you know the survival tips now, so you'll be fine. You yeah. don't need to wait till you get the episode. Okay, to, yeah, because be I fine. was
2: going <laughs> to wait until I listened to This is why yeah. we're
1: not recording at your place, because you constantly have a barking dog. You'll be fine. Yeah, there's literally <laughs> no, yeah. a dog out your window that's barking all the time. 24-7. So now, if that
0: shit stops... Mm-hmm.
2: Well, it's not barking at night, so... <gasps> yeah. so yeah. Yep, 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 yep.
0: Moving on. So, (laughs) I appreciate you guys. Sorry, Betsave. Sorry, future (laughs) Betsave. Yeah. Well, while our first story seems to reflect a crazed demonic spirit seeking to bring pain and violence, this next story reflects a strong case for an alternate. Origin story, the one where the boy was the hero. It also briefly recaps how El Sabon came to be. This one is simply called El Sabon and comes from Reddit user Silver Andes, narrated by the one and the only Betsabe, with brief moments of me making a terrible attempt to speak Spanish and Betsabe correcting me. <laughs> story
2: El Silbon. My father used to tell me the story of El Silbon. El Silvón was a young man in Los Llanos in Venezuela. He was a good kid, growing up with a loving mother and a drunk father. One night, when the boy's father had come home drunk, whistling a tune, he began to beat his mother. The boy, unable to just stand by as her mother was attacked, took a knife from the kitchen and stabbed his father through the heart, killing him. His grandfather arrived in the house and saw what his grandson had done, so he tied him to a tree in the backyard and whipped him until his back was raw and bloody. Once he was finished, he poured a mix of alcohol and lime onto the cuts to add to his mystery. Then he untied him and set off his rabid dogs after him. The boy had no choice but to run from the dog, back bleeding a trail everywhere he went. It is said he ran for so long he never died, but rather simply became a spirit, doomed to run forever. The whistle of his father stuck to his lips. His sound was said to be deceiving, though so when it sounded like he was nearby, he was actually far. And when he sounded in the distance, he was very near. He took souls sparingly, but put the bones of his victims in a sack he carried over a shoulder. My father had always called me La Silbona because I never stopped whistling when I was little. <laughs> Why is that
1: funny? Why is that? That's
0: so terrible. They, they're about to respond to that. But oh. yes, it is. <laughs> it's kind of like a it's like a it's like a shitty like prod. Yeah. You know? yeah. It's just kind of like a poke. Like, oh, yeah. you. It's like, I don't know. Um, um, uh, what would like a. Uh, El Cucuito or something like what the fuck? Like how would you turn El Cucui into like a Ito? Like how would you do that? I don't El know. Cucuito? Do you not have El Cucui? That's
2: Is... like the town.
0: El Cucui. Yeah. The boogeyman, like the motherfucker, comes in fucks with kids at night.
2: Oh, there's a town called that at the beach. Is
0: beautiful. El Cucui. Uh
2: huh. <gasps> or I, I could be wrong. Maybe I bet
0: you they have a lot of cool Halloween shit.
2: No, it's paradise.
1: That's, so there's no Halloween in paradise. No, that's like literally what I said. <laughs> Gil's, Gil's paradise is Halloween, Halloween. Express. <laughs> yeah. I know. At the, ma- at the, mall, at the mall, or mall or at a tent in, the tent in your favorite the mall. mall parking lot.
0: That is Gil's paradise. That is where I will be signing autographs next summer. So romantic. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> at the closed Halloween yeah. paradise in the middle of July. Yep. <laughs> but...
2: It's already out there, so we know where to find you. <laughs> All
0: right, so.
2: My father had always called me La Silvona because I never stopped whistling when I was little. It was a title men with love, one that came from the fact that my father didn't believe in El Silvón. So when I was walking home from a club alone at night, I didn't think much of my whistling until another's tune joined mine. My tune was melodic, a song I heard in the club earlier that day. The other one, however, was just a scale. Do, si, la, sol, fa, mi, re, do. It sounded nearby, but I ignored it, thinking it was from a fellow partier walking home drunk. Then I saw a man. He wasn't the source of whistling. His lips weren't moving while the song continued but he did look drunk out of his mind.
0: Oye, mami, ¿quieres pasar un ratito aquí conmigo?
2: The man asked her, inviting her to go home with him. No, gracias, tengo novio. I turned him down, claiming to have a boyfriend at home.
0: Pero yo ando aquí todo solito. Dale, acompáñame, ¿no?
2: He ignores my decline and reaches for me as I walk by. Dije que no. I tried to continue walking, but he has my arm in a stronghold, and I can't walk away. His disgusting hands travel up my arm and onto my shirt. One of them goes around my neck.
0: Todos ustedes son puntas. Nunca con los hombres que serían buenas para ustedes. Sorry, everyone who speaks Spanish.
2: The man calls me a slut as he grabs me, the attack keeping me from realizing that the whistling. I had heard before had gotten fainter and fainter until I could barely hear it.
0: Ahora, si te vas quedar conmigo esta noche va. But he stops talking mid-sentence
2: and loosens his grip on me. I step back in confusion, then notice two things. First, a patch of red spreading across the front of the men's white shirt originating from a little metal triangle a knife I think that went all the way through his torso then I noticed the tall lanky man standing behind the drunk his skin is pale too pale from someone from around this parts his eyes full of hatred but all pointed to the men in front of me but what stands out the most is
0: his lack of a shirt
1: God.
0: <laughs> I, <added them. laughs> I mean but like he's gonna say something if he gets stabbed
2: <laughs> Yeah. Great acting know. by Gil yes.
0: <laughs> And <twice>. the <laughs> What the fuck is going on
1: <laughs> And what was hilarious was that the whistling was actually <laughs> uh, oh, wow Your
2: favorite
0: song La vaca. La vaca.
2: <laughs> that would be me if I keep this. No, it would be El Gato Volador.
0: No, it'd be La Vaca.
2: No, El Gato Volador. La vaca. <laughs> el gato volador. Anyways. <clears throat> wow, I was I was getting into it.
0: Yeah, I ruined it.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and the angry red welts that I could see peeking out of his shoulders from his back. His holding the knife, I realize, twisting it inside the drunk. As I see the life drain from the eyes of the man, I notice his back seems to be slowly covered in blood, an imitation of the attacker's injuries. The whipping marks made worse by the lemon and alcohol that now seem to fill the air. Tu eres el silvón, I say without meaning to. The spirit only meets my eyes after he withdraws his knife from the man. I could swear he even nodded his head in recognition to the title as he dragged the man's body away, whether it is for his bone sack or simply to cover his crime. It was in that moment that realized that El Sidbon is isn't some random ghost who kills at will, but rather a protector. He isn't bloodthirsty, but rather someone who wants to look after those in the same situation as his mother once was. I can only stand there as he walks away, listening to the haunting scale grow closer and closer to me until it sounds like he's behind me. But I know he isn't. I rub my neck where the men had held it while I start whistling my own tune. This time, a simple scale as well, do, si, la, sol, fa, mi, re, do. And I hear one in response. Right up my ear as an answer. That was a beautiful story.
1: And then she looks behind him behind her and is like Cortez, is that you? <laughs> With paler skin than normal killing a bunch of South oh. Americans.
2: Oh <laughs> <laughs> wow.
0: No, but how are we all feeling about Elseborn? I did. I, I
2: like this one. It's like, oh, yeah. I feel protected. I don't, I'm, I don't, I'm not scared anymore. Right?
0: Thank yeah. you. I tried to do that on purpose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Um, nuances there. But that, But it does feel like those two stories, without just going through a bunch of stories where I heard somebody whistling at night and I totally didn't see them, but like I think I saw something, mm-hmm. but that's why I don't go out at night anymore. My least and favorite I never story. whistle. You know, like shit yeah. like that where it's just like, all right, this motherfucker has some shit creep into their closet, mm-hmm. right? Or like into the room they were hiding in the closet but we don't actually know if they were shitty people. I just mm-hmm. want to throw that out there. I don't know if they were. Not trying to start a rumor. I think they were. I'm just kidding. <laughs> what? No, what? they might have been totally legit, and it might have went with the origin story of, like, they were a shitty, spoiled brat, El Sibon, right? Or maybe this is actually El Cibon, right, in the second story. Or maybe there's two different entities that are known as El Cibon.
1: Or it's all made up. I don't know. Well, I would say in the first one, you never know if the Elsie Bond was coming in there to try to save the other person and stop a killer from killing the other person, but Mm. just got in there too late because they went into the wrong room. And then Elsie Bond barely, like, they were like, what? And then, boom, they got shot from the other way. And Elsie Bond was like, well, I don't want to get framed for this. So just, like, ran out, basically, with their bones clacking on their back. You know, clackety-clack, clackety-clack on their back. Just being like, well... They're just, like, they're, like, a superhero, but they're just, like, their superpowers, they're always a second late. They're, <laughs> they're a duper hero. They're, yeah, they're a duper <laughs> hero. They're always just one second too late to everything, and but they're still there, you yeah. know, which is just, it's mm. a terrible superpower. Just a little later. Just a little later, yeah.
2: yeah. Well, I'm going to go with this story, and this is going to be my, my whole picture of El Silvón.
0: Please don't make these your daily words of affirmation to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> like my father used to tell me the story of El Cibon. It's written up on her mirror. When she wakes yeah. up in
1: the morning, she looks in the mirror and she's like, and then he was murdered by the her by the father. Yeah, now my protector.
0: Bree's coming home to some fucked up. Sh- Bree, if you are truly a fan of the show, you'll know she's before not. you get home. Oh my God! I know.
1: All of my roommates are.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah well Betsy Bay's just gonna be whistling <laughs> whistling from now on and I can just see her at home like cooking you know or you know doing whatever she's doing and just typing on the computer whistling and then mm-hmm. she's just like <laughs> <"Disposito." No. laughs> I'm sorry every time I listen to that song I don't ever know the lyrics for the other parts so I just go na 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 Na, 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 na. No 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 no, yeah. <laughs> and then I, don't I just even come know in the with lyrics. like <laughs> most yes. people do. They just come in with desposito. And then that's it. Yeah, and then that, no one knows the rest of it. Even if you speak Spanish, those people, most of those people don't know the lyrics either. The people it's that like, wrote this song don't know the lyrics. I That's mean, true.
2: Justin it's Bieber sings this song, and he's That's the
0: only why one that knows. I have no fucking clue what you're referencing, Joey. <laughs> we, we need to have a conversation after this. You need Dude, to detox. For that is babes. a
1: great song. I don't know if I will <sighs> always dance to that song if I hear it on the radio. Yeah. Guilty Pleasure. I know.
0: Watch the followers drop. All right, so. <laughs> I see them going up, being like, Joey's now my
1: favorite character. And um, person. I mean, he's not just a character. I think when he... is the swimsuit edition coming out for
0: Joey? Not yet. Joey, where are the feet pics you promised? <laughs> there's there's Joey. How come your package got stopped by customs when it was being sent to me? It was within the continental United States. This legally doesn't make any sense. Joey,
1: you still owe me $47. Joey, I get the messages (laughs) too. It's never coming. Yeah, Gil, you just need to stop reading the emails. I mean, geez, just like stop reading the Black Cat Haters at Black Cat Report. Stop reading those emails because like we just don't need that negativity in our life. Even Mm -hmm. though we want you to send them to us, we want the hate. But we also want the love.
2: I just want to hear great stuff about me.
1: So if, so if you want to compliment Betsabe, comment mm-hmm. on our Instagram. Comment on our, our pages. Go, Send a letter to your local congressman or woman or whatever. Send them to somebody. Send them to the president. Your local reptilian representative. Thank you. <laughs> yes, your local reptilian overlord. We want those. Send letters of affirmation to Betsabe. Lee. To your local representative, reptilian overlord. Yeah, and we—they'll somehow find us because they just know everything yeah, th- about that's us. That's legally their job. Yeah, it's legally their job. Yep.
0: Yeah, and we yep. are their walking blood sacks.
1: We're a bunch—we're like a bunch of Capri sons just walking around. With them. Yes, and <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right in the back. Yep, and we're just trying yep. to help you out with El Cibon.
2: Help me, help you.
1: much for listening to the black cat report in episode 63 lc bond we love to give you quality and entertaining content we appreciate everything you guys do from listening to participating in our online polls to listening to the ads gil and joey create if you want to keep helping us put out great content you can become a monthly supporter you can find it on the spotify app to help us afford equipment and books to provide the episodes for you we can't do it without you And remember to give us an old review on Spotify or Apple podcasts. This helps us tremendously and we'll see you next week.